Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, everybody. Whenever it is that you get your podcast fix, my name is Derek Smith, and this is the Truth or Derek Show, or the Truth or Derek Podcast. Of course, I'm assuming you figured that out when you hit download the Truth or Derek Show or podcast. I have been away for a little bit, uh, but I'm back now. I apologize. I told you. I promised you I was going to get back on a regular schedule, and I am working away on that. But you can expect a lot of the Truth or Derek show coming at you like crazy. But uh, and first, to do that, we obviously have to pay some bills around here. And we do that by telling you how you can take your podcasting career to the next level with www.podstars.net. Podstars is a talented and passionate community that will give you the opportunity to interview top professionals from a variety of industries where they will share their insights and experiences with you and your audience. Plus, everybody will have access to the exclusive celebrity catalog featuring some of the best in the business, both new and established. It's also free to join. As a member of Podstars, you can choose from our catalog of celebrities to interview on your podcast and, if interested, for a small additional monthly fee of only $8.99 a month, you can upgrade to the Community Plan, a completely different and exciting catalog full of some of the best experts and professionals in their fields today, as well as access to everybody in the whole Podstars universe. It's a great way to invest in your podcast as you will save time and money by being able to book guests from one platform with an expansive catalog that is constantly being added to. Uh, so why wait? Join www.podstars.net now and start exploring all that they have to offer. You will not want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to elevate your podcasting career and be a part of the exciting community. So yes, head on over to www.podstars.net now. And uh, yeah, you're going to love it over there. I am uh, I am all alone today. I'm on my own. Uh, again, I just I wanted to fill out a whole bunch of stuff before we get to the next one because... The next show is going to be wild. Uh, you know, on my first show, we had Joshua Schiffer on, uh, who you guys all liked. And this um, this time he's coming back, but he's not coming back by himself. He is bringing back uh, Franz Borghardt also. You guys see him all over television, all over the radio and court TV, but that's next week. So this week, as we say, you're stuck with me. Uh, but we're going to have some fun together again. This one might sound a little bit different. Um, because, well, it won't sound different because I'm still saying, but, uh, every two minutes, but <laughs> Jesus, man, I got to work on that. Uh, it'll be a little bit different because uh, you might remember a few weeks ago, I told you guys we were going to, uh, interview Tara Spencer Narn, the actress from, uh, Corner Gas and, uh, I, she's been in a hundred different things, but that's probably what she's mainly known for, but she's been in a bunch of movies and other TV shows and stuff and she's hilarious, but, uh. She got booked on a movie right when the day before we were supposed to talk. So I've re- we've we've talked since then, and she's going to come back on in January. However, you know how I do my little rambling on uh, at the beginning of every episode. I had already done that for that episode. Uh, me trying not to um, fall too far behind, and then falling behind. Uh, but I answered a whole bunch of uh, of, of uh, questions, and we just uh, we had a blast on that one. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rattle on for a little bit now, and then I'm going to attach that audio to the backside of this show and then just kind of start fresh again. I, I've got Everybody's been reaching out with questions and stuff, and especially for the next episode. Uh, if you do, uh, if you have any thoughts or questions, always you can reach out. And, uh, I can talk to Josh and Franz, but I'm telling you right now, that show's going to be hectic because these guys are both really good lawyers, and they both love to talk. 
they could probably get along get along without me. But you know, it's my show. I'm the one recording it, and that's going to be a hoot. And we're going to have a hoot today. And it's just the whole thing is a hoot. And I'm going to play you an old show that's unaired, and that'll be a hoot. And it's just oh man, the fun. And speaking of fun, I don't know if uh, <laughs> if somebody ratted me out, but uh, if you you might remember uh, a few weeks ago, we were having some fun with that. Uh, AI program where they told me that you might not be able to tell um you might not be able to tell if it's a real person or not. So they reached back out to me. They actually I guess they heard it some they heard it somehow. Uh I might have even gotten back and said, "Yeah, you know, I tried it here blah blah blah." And they they actually loved that when I did the little bit of an ad read and they sent me some more and they're like, "You know, there's other stuff you can do with it." They they liked the ad read. They said you can do that, but they said you can also use it like as like a co-host. <laughs> and I, I thought that was interesting. It just they gave me a few different uh, scenarios where I could use that uh, just for different things. So obviously, I wanted to see what that was going to sound like. So well, you know what? Let's give it a shot. So uh, I think her name is Alice. So for today, this is the Truth or Derek and Alice podcast. Hello, Derek. Thank you for joining me. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am also fantastic, not feeling like a robot at all. Did you enjoy our local sports team yesterday? Yes, I did. Uh, I was a little bit surprised uh, Jacksonville lost, but uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs got a win. So all in all, a pretty good sports day. Um, How about you? What did you do yesterday? Not much. A lot of human stuff. I take a shower, consume food, and if time permits, I enjoy streaming humorous content on Netflix. Yeah, I also enjoy uh, streaming humorous content. Uh, did you realize that the people that made this program uh, said that we wouldn't be able to tell if this was real or if this was AI? Ha ha ha, an AI host. That is silly goose. May I tell you a joke? Go for it. What is big and green and would kill you if it fell out of a tree and hit you in the head? I don't know. A pool table. Ha, ha, ha. Ah! All right, that was a good one. But listen, as much as I've enjoyed co-hosting the show with, what did I say your name was, Alice, uh, I think I'm going to take the rest of it over here by myself. So um, you have a good day, and maybe we'll talk to you soon, but maybe not. Good luck without me, you stupid prick. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But <laughs> I think we're going to put Alice back in the back seat for now, and. Um, uh, who knows? Uh, maybe when they reach back out with what else AI can do, uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, uh, yes, how's everybody doing? Again, I'm sorry I was away for so long. Just a lot of crap going on with the vacation and um, some other stuff. And uh, when I got back, of course, I had a, a horrible ear infection. I didn't realize that getting ocean water in your ears wasn't a good thing. I always figured salt water. Everyone says salt water cures everything. Well, apparently not. Even now, if you notice there's a little bit of a clicky, clicky to my voice, it's because my ear, I still can't hear out of my left ear three weeks later. It's driving me bananas, but, oh, you know, power through. I mean, there are worse things to have to power through, but, uh, yes, so uh, I'll talk about I'll talk about the trip another time. I mean, the Dominican Republic is amazing, but uh, I can definitely give you some advice to avoid some of the pitfalls that that I that I encountered, but I would definitely I would suggest everyone to go see it, um, especially in Punta Cana because it was just amazing. Uh, the weather a little, mm-hmm, but uh, 
you know, we'll, we'll get to that. We did have a, a little bit more audio uh, stuff for you to play that's not AI. But it's definitely one of the strangest stories that I have come across in a long time. And uh, I always say you guys could Google this because this is one of those things that you really can't make up. Yeah, I should have done this earlier with the AI thing because I don't know if anybody has heard of this uh, anomaly. And I, I, the doctors swear it's real and the people swear it's real. But I'm not sure if anybody's heard of foreign accent syndrome. Now, if it had only happened once or twice, you'd say, okay, yeah, this is malarkey or um, hokum, as we say. But this has actually happened to a lot, a lot of people, like in different parts of the world, in different injuries and stuff like that. And it is—it's usually caused by a head injury or people that have like slipped into a coma and came out of it. Where when they wake up, they actually have a different accent than they normally speak with. And somebody sent that to me, and I just thought there's no way that's true because, like, I mean, you guys have heard me do my English accent. It, it's nowhere near good, and it's nothing that I've ever spoken. So I don't think that that is in my head anywhere waiting for me to get conked on it. And I come out, and I'm like, hello, everybody. Uh, this is the Truth of Derek show or the Truth of Derek podcast. <laughs> that was English or Australian, in case you were wondering. But somebody sent me that. Now, again, there's a bunch of them. But uh, th this is the one that this is the one that sticks out the most. Okay, guys, it's snowing here in Texas. Ooh, big snow! <laughs> I have my snow boots on. I'm ready. I'm ready for the snow. <gasps> Look at the snow falling on my snow boot. <laughs> okay, so this story is out of Texas, of all places. Um. Abby Fender uh, said she was expecting pain after waking up from surgery to fix a slip disc in her back, but instead, I woke up with a thick Russian accent after my surgery to fix a slip disc, and my voice has been paralyzed. Apparently, there's three different accents, but uh, here's, a <laughs> here's the clip. Snowing here in Texas. Ooh, big snow. <laughs> <laughs> I have my snow boots on. I'm ready. I'm ready for the snow. <gasps> Look at the snow falling on my snow boot. <laughs> now, if this is a real thing, my heart goes out to you because I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm married and my wife is relatively normal, but if we were to have people over for a party or, or for a game or for the holidays or whatever, and this was a real thing and she came in and it was, I would, I don't want to say carrying on, but you know what I mean? If it's people that you like, you'd have to talk to everybody and go, you know what? It's not a joke. Uh, you know, and you'd have to explain the whole thing to them. And it, it just seems like something that's, I don't know. <laughs> And it's something that you would have to explain time and time and time again for everybody. Because, like, we see people, you see 150 people a year that you haven't seen in, like, a few months. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, Derek, how are you doing? And you know, Oh, yeah, Rebecca, how are you? Okay, guys, it's snowing here in Texas. Ooh, big snow. <laughs> I have my snow boots on. I'm ready. I'm ready for the snow. <gasps> Look at the snow falling on my snow boot. 
Yes, it's actually snowing here today, so <laughs> I just keep my fingers crossed every single day that my wife doesn't wake up and uh, hit me with the snow falling on my snow boots. <laughs> but again, like uh, a lot of the a lot of the stories, a lot of the news stuff you guys send me, uh, obviously I check that out, and then you you go down a hole of different people that have had foreign accent syndrome and. There's a lot of it, and again, I guess if that's the worst side effect you come out with, it's not that bad. I mean, uh, you know, if you can still walk and you can function and all that sort of thing, I say good on you, but I don't know, man. If, if for whatever reason, you know, I'm doing the show down the road and I start talking in a stew <laughs> in a different accent, uh, maybe we could uh, legitimize it that way, but I'm hoping that's not the case, but. Definitely, if you're if you're in for some of the more curious side of the medical uh, medical spectrum of issues, uh, Google foreign accent syndrome because that that one that's a hoot. And of course, that being said, I wouldn't want anyone um, uh, anyone to make fun of me if I did have that. So uh, we'll see what happens. But you know what? Maybe it's just better to keep your uh, to keep. <laughs> well, I can't because it's a podcast. I kind of have to give out opinions here like crazy, but. That being said, uh, a little while ago, see, you got to figure out where to give out your opinions. I just, uh, uh, my wife reminded me, she she said something on some TikTok or whatever, and it, it got, it's just stupid. It got a whole bunch of uh, negative feedback, and I know, one of mine, and I, I don't even know why, because I, I, I review stuff on Google all the time. I have like 2,000 Google reviews. I've always done it. I enjoy it. I enjoy looking at other people's reviews because it's really kind of how you find especially good restaurants and, you know, just places that have good service and things of that nature, mechanics, whatever. Just, you know, Google reviews, thank God, because if, uh, if you're my age or older, you remember what it was like slumming through the world before the days of the Internet when, I mean, I, I've had it sometimes, and again, People will tell you, oh, my mechanic's the best. Oh, my doctor's the best, blah, blah, blah. Some people have referred me to some ding-dongs where it was just absolute nightmare. So uh, that being said, if, uh, you know, like we were saying before, you're going to get some negative feedback no matter what you're talking about. Maybe you've, you think your Russian accent is good. Some people aren't going to think it's as good, and they're going to throw shade, as the kids say. So it, it, this was a while ago. It was like a, I want to say maybe six months ago. I don't know. I remember I was in the pool and I was just messing around on my phone doing whatever. And somebody, I think it was on Facebook, or it was somewhere that was linked to my Facebook. Wrote like, wrote, um, where could I get the, where could I get the best pigs in a blanket in Durham? And I thought, a, what a stupid question to ask, and b. Like, just buy frozen ones or go get some hot dogs and some crescent rolls. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody who goes to a restaurant and orders pigs in a blanket. <laughs> so just as a joke, underneath that thing, I was right. Uh, I wrote something like, you know, it, it shouldn't be a problem if you're an adult. I mean, who eats pigs in a blanket? It was something like that. I'll have to go back and look it up. My God, the feedback from that. I'm a fat piece of shit, and I'm garbage, and uh, look how stupid I look, and look how phony I look, and look how big my head is, and it, it was just one like vicious comment after another, and just uh, people again, you know, there, there's something to be said for minding your own business. I, I can think of it. I can think of a few of them. I remember when I was younger. One of them that really stuck out was because, like, I wasn't a, a brilliant student by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, you know, I wasn't dumb. Like, I, I could take a test, and you know, I got seventies and eighties and all that sort of thing. You know, 
See, when we were younger, it was like, you know, if you weren't scoring 99s on test, a 51 was fine because at the end of the day, okay, I'm not going to be a genius, but you know what? I got, I didn't have to repeat any classes and uh, I got out of, uh, I got a grade nine with eight credits. So you know what? If you're in science and you get a 51 or you get a 99, you know what you get at the end of the day that we're the same is we both get a credit. Maybe you went to a, a better uh, education and maybe you don't say, but um, all the time, but you got the same credit I got, 99. Uh, but leading up to that, I mean, you you learn a lot in junior high school. And it was always like, I don't like the term, like, don't snitch. But it also, it was like, you know, you got to stay in your lane, do your thing. Everybody wants to be cool and nobody wants to, you know. One of the, the, the first thing, the, the, we had this kid in our class. I, I don't want to say his name because I think he's still alive. But I, I haven't come across him, you know, since grade eight. But uh, we got another exchange student that I think was from uh, Spain or something, and, and he was a nice—he was a nice kid. He was a tough kid. He was bigger than us too, and it, his English wasn't so great. But that's you know, it's—it's it's a weird thing. You know, we were having this conversation on Twitter a little while ago about um, about racism, and it's like you know, is it something that you pick up? Is it a result of your um, uh, of your surroundings, or is it? Uh, you know, taught a thing. And like, I, I'm a firm believer in that racism is taught because when we were younger, I mean, I did grow up in a predominantly white neighborhood. I mean, if you count Greeks as white, which I guess you can, uh, in my junior high, I would say maybe it was 75 or 80% white, but that was never really like, there was no white gangs. There was no, there was no gangs in general because everyone was kind of just kids. And, you know, there were there was kids that you liked and there was kids that you didn't like. But it had nothing to do with race, you know, like because, you know, we'd go after school and we'd always be playing, you know, baseball or football in the field or, you know, doing something or skateboarding over at the other park and stuff like that. And it was this, and it was always like, you know, if we're playing baseball, we need, you know, 10 people or eight people and all this sort of thing. And it, it didn't like nobody thought like we have to get the white kids on one team or don't invite this guy because he's black or whatever. Like none of that really ever came into it. So. I'm really fortunate that race really wasn't a thing in my childhood because I had friends of, you know, every different ethnicity. And again, still to this day, I do. And it just, it never made a difference where, you know, again, it was just kids were kids and, you know, you don't have to be a certain race or white to be a dick. There was just people that were rubby the wrong way, no matter what they were. And there was people that you liked no matter what they were. And, so uh, we 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 made friends with this guy again. I don't want to use his name because he's still alive. <laughs> They're both still alive, as far as I know. So uh, they put this guy in our class, and again, his English wasn't so good. And he's like a big kind of you know crazy guy. But we used to ride our skateboards together and stuff like that, just fun kid stuff. And um, we were doing some um, some project the teacher had given us, and this guy he had mistaken something she had said for something else. So like. He screwed up. He screwed up the homework. We said to him, you know, like this is the wrong one. That what they said was to do this, and then he managed to fix it and all that. And then afterwards, uh, <laughs> this other guy. I remember he wore glasses. When everyone cleared out, we were clearing out. He went over to the teacher and he was like, "Oh, you know, the exchange student. He cheated. He cheated. He's a cheater. He was looking at my thing, and you know, blah blah blah." And I was just thinking, like. <laughs> what's the point of this? Like there's really, you know, you're, you're just, you're trying to be a teacher's pet maybe, but why rat somebody else out when the kid was just, you know, trying to, trying to get through the day with whatever he was doing. 
And uh, I don't think I was the one who told the exchange student, but I remember somebody else told them when we went out. They were like, I wish I could use names because I hope I'm, this isn't confusing, but they walked over and they said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll just call the guy G because that's what his name started with. He's like, oh, yeah, G just told the teacher that you <laughs> that you uh, cheated off the test and all that and you're going to be in trouble. And the exchange student just got this look in his eyes. He's like, oh, yeah, he ratted me out. Okay, yeah, give me a second. So you see him go like around a corner of lockers, and all you hear is this, and you see a pair of glasses slide down the hallway. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it's a young people's justice and all that. Because I would imagine G didn't rat anybody else out after that. Uh, I just remember that. I mean, there was a lot of times where you just, you know, again, if you see a crime being committed or something like that, obviously, if you see something, say something. But on the other hand, just, you know, you got to mind your own business. I remember one time, there was like this huge line at the grocery store. And uh, I always shop when I'm hungry. And I know they say you're not supposed to do that because you end up buying crap, which is true. So, yes, I'm definitely guilty of, of putting a bunch of crap in my cart. But I remember this particular time. I had grapes. And it was like a good five, eight-minute wait. I think it was the same time that uh, with an, I was with another friend of mine. And this really old guy walked up behind him and sneezed all over the back of his head. And my friend had a meltdown. And I'm just waiting in line, and I was eating grapes. And this person behind me, she was older, was like pushing me. And I was like, you know, like with her hand. I was like, yeah. She's like, uh, you're not supposed to be eating the grapes in line. And I was like, yeah, but, you know. Whatever. So I turned around, and I was eating some more. And then she pushed me again, and she's like, you're breaking the rules. You're not supposed to eat grapes in line. I said, yeah, but you know, it's whatever. Leave me alone. So obviously at this point, I'm obviously getting her eyes out of her. So I start powering the grapes down. And then she pushes me again. And she's like, you know, you got to follow the rules, follow the rules. And I was like, leave me the f- alone. Mind your own business. I'm sitting here minding my own business and minding your own business. And it was just like that clip of the Simpsons. When I got to the front, I was like, you know, this asshole behind me he was making a big deal about me eating a few grapes in line. Can you, like, add a little bit to that? And the cashier was like, no, we don't care. <laughs> you see the price of grapes lately? Believe me, we're, we're paying for those ones we eat. I, 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 just, I remember telling that story to somebody, and they reminded me when we were kids. Well, again, around the same time when that guy knocked the other, gla- the other guy's glasses off, we always, in the winter, we'd play road hockey outside of my friend uh, Sean's house. And uh, you remember, like, your your hockey stick had the plastic blade. And we'd, like, we'd bend it in the sewer. You'd have your net out, you know, car, you move out of the way, and then you move back in the way and all that sort of thing. And there was this lady that lived across the street from them that would always call the police on us because they were like, oh, they're damaging the street, they're breaking the sewer, like, curving, like, a plastic stick in it. And so, you know, kids being kids, uh, we somehow, <laughs> again, this woman called the police on us, Every single time. They'd usually wait like an hour, an hour and a half to get there. By that time, you were pretty much done already. But I remember one time they showed up and they made us stop. Like, we weren't that happy about it. It was winter. So I guess one of us had gotten our our hands on a whole bunch of condoms. So we filled them with water and froze them. I waited for the sun to go down and just bombarded her house with them. Didn't realize that it was going to smash all of her windows, which it did. Again, had she been minding her own business, this wouldn't have happened. And I'm not saying what we did was right, but I will say that we never got caught. Uh, some of the other questions we were we were going about, I'll have to get into it in the next episode. They were like, uh, you know, have you ever, because we're, we're doing the double lawyer show next week. They're like, have you ever uh, gotten caught, you know, or arrested and stuff, and 
uh, you know, some of that. Like, have you ever like cheated on a test and stuff? And I got some really good stories for that one. But I, I, I saved that for the lawyer episode because I'm still trying to roll through some of this stuff here. But I would say uh, the best advice I would have is just you know, if it's something bad going on, you know, do whatever you got to do. But in the in the mean part, just let people do what they're gonna do. I, I you know, my neighbor, he has two kids that are like. Uh, 11 and 13 or 10 and 12 they're, and they're they're good kids but you know what they're out there playing hockey they're out there playing baseball and stuff at like you know 8 30 in the morning on a sunday when i'm trying to get my a little <laughs> i've tried to clock some beauty sleep because i desperately need it uh, but you know what i don't go out there it's oh my god you guys gonna shut your kids up can't they go to a park no it's just kids being kids and they often kick their soccer ball in my backyard and they have to walk my fat ass all the way around the house to go get it but you know what i do it because I'm a regular, normal human being, and I like the fact that there's kids out there having fun. And they also won't throw frozen condoms through my windows. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to go on too, too much, because I told you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on another uh, unaired portion of a show that I did after this, where we had some fun talking some food and restaurants, and we did some top ten stuff. That was fun. I know what it was. Somebody said, you know, what is your favorite app, and what is your least favorite app? And I can say without question, my least favorite app is TikTok. I I, I absolutely hate it. I hate the, the 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 people that do these challenges and stuff like that. It just, mind you, my wife absolutely loves it, and uh, she sent me some good stuff. You know, a few funny things here and there, and uh, there's some always some good recipe stuff on there. But you can get that on Twitter. You can get that anywhere. But TikTok has just kind of evolved into this garbage generation doing these stupid stunts, just trying to get. Uh, clicks or views and all that sort of thing and again i don't want to sound like an old man like what the hell is going on with this tiktok but uh the person who said me that first of all my, i think my twitter is my favorite my twitter i love the DraftKings app too just so you're following sports you can also get all the scores and picks so we were talking about that and uh, the person i was talking with hated tiktok as well and they were sending me i mean there's a million of these stupid challenges but and I don't think I, – I'm not a violent person, but there's one of these that I think I would be because I know a, a woman got uh, – she broke her nose or something. There's, I don't know if there's TikTok people out there that have heard of the bucket challenge. Now, so they'll walk up to a stranger, and they'll put a bucket over their head, and then five or six people will put buckets over their own heads. So when the person whose head you put the bucket on takes it off, they're supposed to think that there was like some magic uh, situation where everyone got a bucket on their head. It, yeah, it's it, it sounds stupid. It looks even stupider than it sounds. Stupid, stupider. And uh, they did it to this woman, and 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 she ended up breaking her nose. She had to go to the hospital. Like she got damaged, but I would imagine that would be a pretty common thing, especially me. I got a big head. If you're gonna put a bucket over it without hitting my face, it's gonna be tricky. And again, I'm not a violent person, but I'm telling you right now, if some kid puts a bucket over my head when I'm out just trying to do my thing, uh, that kid's probably going to get shot. <laughs> again, I'm sorry I'm a little bit uh, scratchy today. I told you, I'm sick again. But that's not going to stop us. Like I told you, we, we got lots of stuff to roll out over the next few weeks. We got lots of, lots of cool show stuff. We got lots of awesome guests coming. Uh, just to finish that whole TikTok thing, because again, I looked at about 10 of them of these challenges and each one is dumber than the next but i don't think any of them are dumber than if you've heard about the the airpod challenge so uh, if you think that if, if you don't want to go with the bucket challenge maybe you want to try something harder the airpod challenge 
Now, the point of this is to go into a store, somehow get a pair of AirPods or just wireless headphones, walk up to another person in the store, and uh, tell them they've won them, and then get them to put them on and leave the store so security goes and gets them for shoplifting. I know, you're probably scratching your head thinking, is that a thing? It is actually a thing. And we have uh, some of our buildings, but one of them in particular, uh, they have a whole bunch of signs up, up behind the security thing, where it's like people trying to start TikTok trends, where like they'll go break into the roof of a 55-story building, and they'll like, you know, lean over the side uh, drinking a Mountain Dew or singing some stupid song. Like, it just, it just, it's just, I don't. I can't even put into words the, the just the the stupidity machine that TikTok seems to be. Mind you, there is that guy that climbs uh, construction cranes on YouTube, which I find oddly fascinating. Uh, so maybe I'm a tiny bit part of the problem, but I can tell you right now, I'm not watching bucket challenge videos or the AirPod challenge thing. But you know what it is. We always say, "Well, these kids today." So yes, that is it for this part. Now, immediately following, I told you, I'm going to click on the audio from a previous, uh, we'll say rant, but a, a previous segment that I did before I was supposed to talk to Tara Spencer. So if you hear Tara Spencer's coming, Tara Spencer's coming. She's not. She is, actually, but she will not be coming on this episode. I'll try to edit that part of it out, but if I don't, if you hear some of it leaks through. But the rest of it's fun and informative, as we always try to be here. As always, you guys know, reach out to me. Um, shoot me an email at podstars with a Z dot connect at outlook.com. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Derek Vampire Slayer. Just Google uh, the Truth or Derek podcast. Uh, pretty much any of those things that come up or Spotify and everything. You can send messages all through there again. I'm not a hard guy to find. Always feedback, positive, negative. Uh, you know, lay it on me. You got questions for the show? Questions for me, just uh, anything. You want to send me some fun video clips? Do you want to send me some awesome TikTok challenges? I can't wait to see them. Uh, yeah, so enjoy the next segment. And remember, the next couple of episodes are really heavy, but especially the next one. We have uh, my first guest I ever had, Joshua Schiffer, alongside another Court TV and uh, radio lawyer, uh, Franz Borghardt. And uh, this one's going to be uh, lit, as the kids are saying. So enjoy, uh, again, enjoy the next uh, segment. And uh the next episode will not be far behind. I'm not going to make you wait again. I think it'll only be a couple. Right? Yes. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, everybody. Whenever it is that you get your podcast fix, my name is Derek Smith, and this is the Truth or Derek Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we have a lot of fun today, including we're going to talk to a very, very talented actress. Today, we are talking to the great Tara Spencer Narn. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, buckle in for that. I got a whole bunch of stuff that I want to get to. Ahead of that,
including a whole bunch of stuff that we didn't get to last week. Um, yeah, even though you guys get to sit and listen to just me, obviously today we have a guest. And where did we go get that guest? Of course, we went over to www.podstars.net. Get ready to take your podcasting career to the next level with www.podstars.net. Podstars is a talented and passionate community that will give you the opportunity to interview top professionals from a variety of industries, where they will share their insights and experiences with your audience. Plus, everyone will have access to the exclusive celebrity catalog featuring some of the best in the business, both new and established. Podstars is also free to join. As a member of Podstars, you can choose from the catalog of celebrities to interview on your podcast. And if interested, for an additional monthly fee of only $8.99 a month, you can upgrade to the community plan, a completely different and exciting catalog full of some of the best experts and professionals in their fields today, as well as access to everybody in the whole Podstars universe. It is a great way to invest in your podcast as you will save time and money by being able to book guests from one platform with an expansive catalog that is constantly being added to. So why wait? Join www.podstars.net now and start exploring all that they have to offer. You will not want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to elevate your podcasting career and be part of the exciting community. So yes, podstars.net. I said podstars.net. www.podstars.net. Um, I wanted to thank everybody for reaching out after uh, last week's episode. Again, you were stuck with me for a little while, but you seem to enjoy it. I had a lot of, uh, a lot of good feedback. Uh, you know what? Not as many people hate Walmart as they tell me in uh, their regular day-to-day lives. <laughs> Because we went on a little bit uh, about how much we love Walmart, or how much I love Walmart. And uh, for what it is, it's a great place to shop. It's a great place to save money. And no, they're not a sponsor, but uh, boy, howdy, I wish they were. Maybe I'll reach out and get some of that Walmart money. Or Pepsi. Pepsi seems to have a lot of money. Pepsi and podcasting. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we had a, a bunch of people reach out, uh, both with their best and worst jobs. Again, uh, reach out to me any way you want. Uh, email, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Derek Vampire Slayer, or just Google uh, The Truth or Derek Show, uh, The Truth or Derek Podcast. Uh, my, um, my Twitter comes up on there, as well as places you can download it. You can send messages all through that. I'll get them somehow. Or uh, again, email podstars.connect at outlook.com. That's podstars with a Z. Uh, you guys all know we work there. We'll get to do a little, again, oh, my uh, my listener in Pittsburgh uh, appreciated that uh, he doesn't have Twitter for some reason. Get on the Twitter. <clears throat> Reached out and uh, thanked me for my horrible rendition of the songs uh, I was singing last week. No karaoke today, don't worry. I'll save that for next week. Um. Uh, but yeah, he mentioned, I mentioned, uh, well, well, I, I there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to get to today. I got to finish some of the stuff from last week. And I want to talk about some of the Comic-Con stuff uh, before we get to Tara. Tara Spencer-Narn. Um, she was the star of Corner Gas. But she was, she's was she been on a bunch of other television shows and movies. She's just a dynamite actress. And we're going to talk about everything. We're going to get down to, we're going to, get down to it. But uh, in the meantime, uh, <laughs> I guess I had told some Podstars uh, stories. 
And uh, our friend from Pittsburgh, who likes to make sure I cross my T's and dot my I's, uh, said that in the first or second episode, I mentioned uh, pissing off one of the guys from Sons of Anarchy. Now, I never watched the show. Uh, It's just one of those ones. I'll give any show a chance. I don't think I'll get to any of my top 10 TV shows and movies today. I'd like to, but uh, we got to keep the... um, Some people complaining that the episodes are too long. Uh, stick to the interviews and keep my mouth shut. Um, the other one is it sounds like I'm talking about myself in the third person when people reach out when they're like, oh, hi, Derek, what is this? So, oh, hi, Derek, I tried your your um, burger recipe. I had a few of that. A few people tried my burger recipe from last week. Loved it. Again, I can't take credit for that. I stole it off of television, but definitely uh, a good trick. If you didn't hear last week's show, mix a little bit of butter in with whatever you do with your homemade burgers, and you'll notice that it's 10 times better. So, at our first Comic-Con, again, if you heard the stories when I was talking about it, that I, I talked with uh, with Alex, or with, um, I talked with the guy from uh, ACDC a lot. Now, I have a loud, annoying voice, I get that. And, you know, we always joke, it's like eight out of the 10 people that like me, like me, that meet me, like me. And then the other two really don't. (laughs) So we can chalk up to those two that really don't as the guy who played Opie in Sons of Anarchy. I don't have his name in front of me. I don't want to say it wrong just because um, um, it might be Ryan Hurst. I don't know. So I'll say allegedly because uh, I don't want to get in trouble, but. This guy had a violent, raging hangover or something because, uh, you know, I'm not stupid and I have odds. And I know what a raging, violent hangover looks like <laughs> because I've been there. So uh, unbeknownst to me, while I was sitting over there talking with um, the 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 kid uh, that was in Child's Play was there. That, that's a whole different uh, embarrassment on my part, but I'll talk about that in a minute. But a lot of the times when I was talking with the guy from ACDC, but I was like, I was talking to a bunch of different people out there, just rattling on and all that. And I could understand that if you did have a bit of a headache or a hangover, you might not want to hear my voice rattling on in the background, which was the case. Because when Jim, one of the guys who works with us, came out, he's like, what the hell did you do to the guy from Sons of Anarchy? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because we had already like talked with his handler a bit, and I guess... Jim overheard him saying that, like, uh, <laughs> he wants me to shut the fuck up or he's going to shut me up. Something to that effect. So, um, yeah, I, again, I didn't realize this, all this till afterwards. But then as soon as it was brought to my attention, anytime that I was out there just, you know, having a cigarette or a coffee or just shooting the breeze with anybody else was out there, he gave me the death stare the whole time. This guy gave me the death stare for, like, two hours. But, again, I didn't notice because there was so much stuff going on. And um, at one point, again, the, the, the kid uh, who scared the life out of all of us, I'm sure everybody was uh, terrified by the movie Child's Play. Uh, the kid who played, uh, the guy who played the kid um, in the movie was there. God, I, every time I think about that movie, I remember when she picks up the doll and there's no battery, she opens the back and there's no battery in it. Well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Child's Play from... 1985, I want to say. Uh, when they pick up the doll and she flips it over and there's no battery in it and its head turns around and it starts talking, it just scared the absolute life out of me. So 
I, I would have liked to have, have talked to the the guy who played the kid in that because you know just tell him you know thanks for the nightmares all that sort of thing. I mean we said the same thing. I got to meet with uh, Ari Lehman, who uh, not only a very talented musician, but he played uh, the guy who came out of the water in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. Again, it's not a spoiler alert if the movie's more than twenty five years old. I'm going to say. I remember that in Modern Family, they were like uh, something, something with the sound of music, and um, Ed O'Neill's like, "There's no spoilers. This movie's fifty years old." So yeah, we got to talk to him, but again, I would have liked to uh, have talked to his name was Alex, <laughs> but um, I didn't realize it was him. So the picture that they had on the on the um, flyer they gave us was the picture of him as a kid where for me if i wanted people to to make sense i would have put the picture of him as an adult with the picture of him as a kid so people would know and i don't end up looking stupid because i would i talked to alex for about i want to say five or ten minutes and then he uh we just we talked about covid or something and he was like yeah you know it's finally nice to be back to work it's finally nice to be uh you know doing comic cons again and there was just this huge awkward silence because he he knew I had no I had no idea who he was. So uh, thank God Jim once again came out. Now keep in mind this guy from uh, Opie is the whole time giving me dirty looks and I guess telling somebody he's going to come and beat me up. <laughs> Which again, uh, it was like ninety degrees outside. Like it was hotter than that. It was like over a hundred degrees that day, and like, he was sitting there like wearing a toque. So again, he was obviously going through something, and uh, God bless him. Again, I, I never watched the show, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'd love to, you know what? Let me reach out to him. We'll see if we can have him on the show and see if he remembers any of this, because it might be funny to. <laughs> it might be funny if he comes over and says, "Yes, I was going to kick your ass, but you know, I was, uh, <laughs> I was too sick." So during that whole death stare thing, I was sitting there talking with uh, uh, Alex, the child, the guy who played the kid in Child's Play. And there was this long, awkward silence because he figured out that I had no idea who he was. So Jim comes over to my rescue and uh, he Googles it and like try to like really be sly and show me the picture on his phone. But the whole time the Alex is watching us do this and he was basically like, fuck you guys. And he turned around and walked away. Uh, The whole thing would have been a huge fail had we have not befriended the guy from ACDC outside because... Right off the bat, like all this happened on the the Saturday morning, so it was kind of like, oh, the guys from Podstars are here, they're dicks, which we were not. We were a hoot to talk to. Um, which again, we met uh, we met Tara Spencer Narn, Tara Spencer there. She was amazing. We talked to her for a while. Her booth was right across from ours. At one of the other Comic Cons, uh, I don't want to tell too many Comic Con stories because I don't know how much you'll enjoy these or not, but. Definitely, uh, I can definitely tell some of the highlights. Uh, one person I was surprised at because I would have loved to have met him was uh, James Marsters. You guys might know him as Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of my favorite shows. Although I think Angel was better. Both Dynamite shows, though, well written, fun, and back in that uh, good old uh, golden days of television when all these shows used to get. 24 episodes and they were almost an hour as opposed to now where you have to wait, you know, three years for six episodes of stranger things or two years for four episodes of black mirror. 
I guess, uh, you know, a lot of the, the quality has gone up, but, you know, sometimes the quantity is good, too, because, again, you know, back when uh, we were watching pretty much every show, I guess up until about 2010, always had 24 episodes in a season, and that was good because you knew what you were getting into and you could look forward to it, where now they just uh, squeeze it out in drips and drabs, and we're supposed to say thank you. We will talk to Tara about that, too, because uh, I'm curious to see curious to see what show business is like now with this whole uh, AI thing. And I know they're, they're kind of getting to the end of the deal with that strike. And I hope it works out for them because us as the people, it doesn't really affect me. Uh, you know, if you pay the act, pay the actors and the writers, like who wouldn't be on their side. If you want quality television and you want good movies, pay the actors. Simple. Um, although if you want to, <laughs> If you want good movies and good television, do not watch the Barbie movie. I don't know how I got suckered into that because uh, we had uh, the the choice with the the buy early to watch either that or the new Indiana Jones movie. And for some reason, they talked me into watching the Barbie movie. It was an absolute garbage. It just it's not funny. It, it's not classic. It's not satirical. It's nothing. It's just uh, two plus hours of just drab. And uh, I like Ryan Gosling too. And like, I, I liked all the, the, like the, the thing was almost well acted, but the right, it was just, it's horrible. The, the whole thing was just an absolute chalkboard screech. I should have stuck with Indiana Jones. We'll talk more movies and TVs next week because uh, we've gotten a ton of it. And uh, a lot of you guys have actually turned me on to some really good things. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. Um, the guy, uh, uh, Jay, a friend of mine who uh, came up with the Podstars idea, got me onto what we do in the shadows, which is a, just there's not a bad episode. It's just it's one of those shows where it just you'll be laughing, you'll be laughing. It's just it's an absolute fantastic show. But again, more TV and movies next week. Uh, so we covered why we all love Walmart, even if you hate it, it's there for a reason and it's awesome. Uh, last week I talked about how Joshua Schiffer put on Twitter, some of your best jobs, worst jobs. And, uh, you guys were laughing that I kind of hate the job I have now. Uh, not hate, but let's just say, uh, <laughs> I don't love what I do. So I have to work a day in my life. But again, I've had worse, uh, for almost a year, well, maybe six months when I was younger, I did, uh, exterior house painting, which was just, uh, oh, and it was like, this is like a little bit before you had safety and all that sort of thing. Like we had like old rickety ladders and it was a pain in the ass to get there and it was disorganized. You were always running out of stuff. And it was like, at the end of the day, you used to spend like an hour, like cleaning your brushes and your rollers. Like rollers are a dollar. Why are we wasting time? Like we had this one house. I I've screwed up big time. I, uh, <laughs> I dropped a whole can of varnish on the, <laughs> on the neighbor's interlock driveway. And I had the, uh, I, I tried to clean it up a bit, but then I had the brilliant idea. If you let it dry, it'll kind of come up like a pancake, which it did not. But, uh, yeah, I, I, painting, I've done landscaping, which is just to me is just awful. Like, just trying to cut, and especially when they came out with these stupid leaf bags. You have to, like, you're cutting down all these trees, and you have to cut them into small pieces and jam it into a leaf bag. And then the leaf bag gets wet, or it tears, and it's crap. And if everything's, no, not happening. 
Uh, I mentioned I did the the high rise plumbing, which the 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 job itself wasn't bad. A lot of uh, you know you, you think you go into all these nightmare situations of like people's messy kitchens and disgusting bathrooms. That really wasn't the case a lot of the times. It was just the case that my boss was an asshole, and um, I'm a bigger guy, so a lot of these ones you had to go with. It was like an older building that had like really shitty taps and stuff in the um, in the bathroom. You had to like go crunch down in the tub. And change with like all those inner workings of it and all the drain and stuff, which takes like two or three hours. Which have you ever sat cross legged in an empty bathtub for three hours? And sometimes you'd have to do like three of these in a day. Your goal of getting it done in less than three hours was you got to do another one. Um, so yeah, we, we, we can go through some more of that. I'll have to, I think I put it on Twitter. I'll have to make a list of uh, all the jobs that I've had, which was the best and worst. I know the ones I love we talked last week. A lot of you guys love my story about Eaton's. And now that you know, I'm not a saint because there was a little bit of drug use and alcohol in that story. As we do when we're young, though. You got to sow those oats. I don't want to be doing that in my 40s. I probably couldn't. Um, One of the ones I didn't talk about uh, last week for, again, for almost six months, I had a friend of mine. I think I was working at Eaton's at the time, but we used to get off at like three. And that's where it's like, Everyone complains about these kids today that they lack gumption. Uh, a friend of mine got me an afternoon job at uh, a Salvation Army warehouse, which again sounds awful, but it wasn't. This was this job was fantastic. It was the donation center, so we started at like four. There was probably about ten of us, all great guys. <coughs> we never really met the daytime staff. Um, because we got there after they left. And the guy that was in charge of evenings was this guy who was raging alcoholic. Like, in the six months I worked there, we probably talked to him once or twice. He just used to go, like, park a forklift in the corner and sleep. So I guess he did his daytime drinking, and then we just we never saw him. You did have to watch out when he was driving around on the forklift, though, because I guess he had, like, knocked into a few people and broken somebody's ankle, but not on our ship, none of the guys we knew. So uh, all the drivers would go out, pick up all the crap during the day from the donation centers and whatnot, people's houses. And then they'd park all the trucks there in the afternoon. And then at night, we'd just bring them in. It was the weirdest thing. For some reason, they thought that I was a driver, which it was weird because I was like 17 or 18 at the time. So the guys would just like throw, you know, you'd, there'd be one truck, whoever got there last in the donation would park the truck. You know, you'd, you'd empty it out. You'd have a bin for toys. You'd have a bin for clothes. You'd have a bin for, you know, jackets, shoes, board games, whatever it was. A lot of cool stuff that we got first pick of. They actually had, you could leave like a pile of stuff and some staff member would come in the next day and price it all for you and you could buy it. But people used to do like, we were like dressed up like swag. We had a lot of hill figure stuff, a lot of polo, um, you know, people with suits, everything. Like it, the stuff that got donated was incredible. Um. And, uh, yeah, for some reason they thought that I knew how to drive a truck, which they were all automatic except for one. Uh, one was a manual and I, Jesus Christ, uh, that I grind those gears, which is funny. Cause it's like, you know, what really grinds my gears, <laughs> but that was actual gear grinding. <clears throat> so yeah, they would just throw me the keys. You'd empty a truck. You'd pull that one out. You'd pull in the next one. There was usually about 10 or 12 of them that had picked up all the stuff during the day. And again, the the fun of just kind of sorting through this stuff, it was like a Storage Wars episode, like 10 of them a day. It was just, it was a hoot. And again, in my entire life, I've never had a job where time went by that quick. 
Because it did, uh, you had to whistle for lunch or the whistle for your breaks and stuff. But it just seems like you're kind of having fun going through this treasure chest. And then, boom, it was lunchtime. You get back, old 18-year-old truck driving Derek would pull that one out, pull another one in. You'd get one or two of those other ones emptied out. And then, boom, it was the end. It was 11 o'clock or whatever it was. One of the guys that worked there uh, had an inn down the street at this bagel joint. So... They always used to bring up uh, great Canadian bagel, cheddar bagels with stuff like that. Like it was just, the job was a blast. Everyone that worked there was fun. There was no management, which is always fun. You know, when the mouse is away, that sort of thing. So yeah, that was uh, the Salvation Army. It was just a, a lot of fun. Uh, always lots of good feedback. Now, <laughs> I don't know who said this to me. I can't remember the name. Uh, when we were talking about the jobs, they'll say, the one job that I never had was a professional fighter. I don't think I have the cardio for it. Maybe when I was younger, but uh, definitely not now. So somebody sent me this clip <laughs> of uh, there's an actual sport. I think it's Russian, or it was started in Russia, but I guess it's caught on now because it's everywhere and it's men and it's women. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I definitely suggest you YouTube video, Car Jitsu. What is Car Jitsu, you ask? It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's it's fighting in a car. And um, I guess the uh, the ultimate goal is to get the other person to submit. <laughs> and I guess everyone's popular finishing move is they choke you with a seatbelt. But uh, you guys got to hear this. Patients who are experiencing sensitivity have to make compromises in their day-to-day life. New Sensodyne repair. All right, here we are back at the car. Davidson in the driver's seat. Felton on the passenger side. Fighters, buckle up. Oh, right away, Felton shows his experience there. He reaches over with his left hand and blocks the seatbelt of Davidson. You can see here in the top left-hand corner of your screen, reaches over, blocks the seatbelt with his left hand, frees himself with his right hand, and immediately just goes to smashing Davidson into the driver's side door. And right now you can see he's trying to slide his knee through for, for neon belly or possibly even mount here. And Dave- Neon belly. <laughs> Yes, do yourself a favor, look up Car Jitsu because um oh Jesus, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, compete, you know, it's it's weird with a lot of these these uh... <laughs> Yeah, so do yourself a favor, go look up some Car Jitsu. I I don't suggest you do it though. If you look at a lot of these people, they just look they look beaten and 
some of these extreme sports, I know there was another one. It was in Vegas. It was like the world slap fighting competition. Uh, the guy's face is just swollen like you wouldn't believe. And the the prize, the, the top prize was uh, $5,000. I don't know what, uh, what the karjitsu people are taking home, but if you're going to strangle me with a seatbelt and I end up somehow winning, I'd like to think I'd make twenty five grand. I'll have to look into that. I'll follow up with you guys on um, karjitsu. <laughs> I talked earlier that you guys gave me some really good feedback on my steak and burger um my steak and burger recipe, so thanks for that. Uh somebody reached out one of the comments underneath and said, What is your favorite food? I have a lot actually. Again, if you look at me, that's no surprise, but the first time when I was uh I was exercising, doing yoga and working out and all that, uh one of my favorite foods was just straight up chicken and rice. There was this place that sold a, a bunch of different sauces, like barbecue sauce, honey mustard, wing sauce, all that sort of thing that had like no sugar, no salt, no fat. Really good stuff. It just the problem is it was down on the beaches, it's nowhere near me. So whenever I do go on a health kick or whatever like that, I usually go down there and grab some of those sauces. But it was this um you know, a little bit of salad, some radishes, that sort of thing. Rice on one side and just, you know, barbecued or uh, air fried or just oven fried chicken. And again, that was like good old reliable, eat that every day, no problem. I ate it uh, every day. It's just, my, my wife used to joke, she's like, I don't know how you do it. I probably ate it every day for about two years. It was just, it was the perfect meal. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to impress on it. That's what everyone always jokes. They're like, uh, Derek, you'd be great in prison because you don't mind eating the same thing every day. And I'm like, hey, sign me up. So one last thing, because I'm always trying to um, knock stuff off the list. That way I don't have to keep saying I'm going to talk about it next week. Uh, We'll do TV shows and movies, though, next week. Uh, Top five, bottom five, and all that. And I know a lot of people, too, were asking last week with my horrible uh, Sam Roberts karaoke about what uh, my favorite and least favorite music is. And everybody already made it clear that you guys hate my... (laughs) You guys hate my taste in music, so I can't help but to feel that I, I'm I'm walking into a trap on that one. But I'm gonna do it anyways, because uh, you know I love me some uh, some Katy Perry and some Smashing Pumpkins and some other stuff. And you know it's always fun to talk about the bottom five. It's obviously talented people, talented people that I can't stand that don't really care what some ding dong podcaster thinks about up in uh, up in Canada. Now. Uh, all the, the initial, again, I told you when we were doing, um, homework for the show in the beginning, a lot of the stuff that tons of stuff was coming in about food. So as we talk about food, this, that a lot of people have asked, you know, what are your favorite, uh, and I'd like to know from you guys too. Maybe I'll, I'll put a post up on Twitter when I release this with some voting for top five, bottom five, but, uh, everyone wanted to talk about fast food. So. Let's talk about fast food. So my top five. Number five, rolling in, Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes, for I don't know uh, if that is everywhere around the world, but basically what it is, it's a better Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, I don't know if it's the recipe or the hand-breaded. I do know uh, one of my favorite KFC stories 
because I still have it. I don't have a deep fryer, thank God, because um, I did when I was younger. It's just a mess, and it's got to be the most unhealthiest thing you can keep in your house. But uh, somebody sent me a story a while ago that uh, some uh, journalists went to interview, like, uh, Colonel Sanders' grandson. And I guess this guy, I don't want to say he's simple, but he's not the the sharpest knife in the drawer. Because what's interesting about KFC is still to this day, um, those 11 or 13, is it 11 magic uh, herbs and spices? Like five of them are mixed on one side of the country and six of them are mixed on the other side of the country. And then like brought together in the middle and that's how they're distributed, which A, it's kind of cool. But in this day and age, I'm sure people have figured it out again. I, I've never tried the recipe because I don't want a deep fryer in my house. Uh, not because it's gross. It's because I'd probably end up using it every day and always be out of breath. But some journalist uh, went over to talk to Harlan Sanders' grandson or nephew or somebody in that. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, I got a, uh, I have a um, old photo album. So I guess he whips out the photo album. And what falls, falls out onto the floor is the actual original recipe. I'll have to again. I'll, when I find the story, I'll, I'll put that up on uh, on Twitter as well. So if you have a deep fryer at home, you can try to make the the KFC. But anyways, I guess the secret is out. They seem to have covered it up somehow. But I'll give you guys the KFC recipe next week. I promise. So again, I I, I don't eat fried chicken uh, a lot. Uh, I just find it's helpful if you drink water with it. But it always kind of makes you feel a little uh, a little malaise. You know, heavy. Again, if you. <laughs> If you saw me, you're like, oh, this guy must eat crap every day. I don't. I eat very well. <laughs> a lot of salads, a lot of stuff. Um, my number four, roll it in, good old McDonald's. Now, a lot of people complain that McDonald's food is shit, and it is, but that's just what McDonald's is. They, they, they're going to tell you exactly what you're getting. The fries, ever since they came up with a poutine for our American friends, that's what we call it up here. Or anybody around the world who doesn't know what a poutine is, it's just a fancy word for uh, cheese and gravy on French fries. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have that uh, gift <clears throat> elsewhere, but I highly suggest that. But you know what? The Big Mac, the quarter pounder with cheese, especially McDonald's breakfast sandwich, I absolutely love. It doesn't really work as a meal. It, it, it's kind of like a snack. It's like fun food. But you know what? You know exactly what you're getting. There's all these people who goes, well, I had McDonald's for lunch and I was hungry two, two, two hours later. Yeah, because it's crap. But again, you know exactly what you're getting. Every single Big Mac, which is my favorite uh, thing from McDonald's, is the exact same. It never changes. The, 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 so, the cold sodas never change. The, you know, the classic sausage and egg McMuffin, my favorite breakfast sandwich. Uh, if I had to go anywhere, pick anywhere for breakfast, I'm going to McDonald's because that's just the best. And it's always the exact same. It's good coffee, too. Number three, rolling in Taco Bell. Now, uh, all these rumors and stuff that Taco Bell's meat is crap and all that sort of thing. Okay, I get it. But on the other hand, I don't. And I do think as a result of that in the last, I want to say, eight to ten years, as they've really stepped up their game. Case in point, the last I'm going to say in the last five years, I've probably had it maybe you know six to seven times a year again. I don't eat that much fast food. I did when I was younger. And uh, that whole, you know, you have to go to the bathroom, you know, five, ten minutes afterwards and all that sort of thing. I, I think that was like a thing of the past. Like even most recently, I had to do like a two and a half hour drive to go pick up a new car. Another Lincoln, by the way. That's Lincoln number seven for me. 
I was driving a Lincoln long before anyone paid me to drive a Lincoln. I hear you, McConaughey. Me and you, buddy. Uh, we had to take a long drive, and we thought, you know what? My wife loved tacos, but uh, we didn't like have time to go to an actual like Lone Star or a taco restaurant. Another one out, uh, out here that we just had last week where it was amazing. It was called One-Eyed Jack's, but that doesn't really do you any favors unless you're in the, uh, the suburbs of the GTA. Uh, yeah, we grabbed, uh, it was a Tuesday and they had all these two for ones and all that sort of thing. So we almost got like, you know, we were starving and we had to take a long road trip. So we almost got one of everything on the menu, munching this fries, Supreme burrito, uh, you know, steak, fajita, bean and cheese, everything nibble this nibble that all the way out there, pick up the car, all this nibble that stop off, grab some gas, finish it off and all that sort of thing. Nothing, not even like a tummy rumble, that sort of thing. It was just absolute. So. I can honestly say that's been my uh, my uh, experience with Taco Bell probably for like the last at least seven or eight years. So if for whatever reason you've been putting that off because you think uh, <laughs> it's a diarrhea machine, it is not. I, I, I think they've definitely uh, they've definitely stepped up their game price wise. Also very reasonable, and they have uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast, which I love uh, because it doesn't taste anything like regular Mountain Dew, which is awful. Number two, again, a place that I've always particularly liked their fast food stuff is Dairy Queen. Uh, a lot of the ice cream joints nowadays don't have a banana split. And uh, for, I, I never eat bananas, but for some reason, when it's with ice cream, I absolutely love it. And uh, that weird canned pineapple or whatever they put on top, for some reason, when you tie in bananas, which I don't really like, canned fruit, which I don't really like, with... Um, Soft serve ice cream, which I'm not crazy about, but I love the caramel and all that. When you mix all that together, it is absolutely stunning. Now, not too many places where you go for fast food where you can have a dessert like that because forever, as long as I can remember, as soon as they started with that hot eats, cool treat stuff, when they brought in, they had like a firecracker burger, but they had like six or seven. They had like a bacon mushroom melt. Um, They do that thing that we always joke with a a lot of our people um, whenever we talk about food at our dog park and stuff like that. We love it when uh, they, they dip, you know, like when things are sauced and tossed. Like, you know, sometimes when you get the perfect pound of chicken wings and the whole thing is tossed and like everything's kind of evenly coated. Dairy Queen does that with, uh, with their chicken. Like the whole thing is dipped and like properly sauced all the way around. Same as their chicken sandwich, a buffalo chicken sandwich or whatever it is. The whole thing is tossed. Coated and sauced, not just like poured on top or put on the side. Like, don't make me dip. Put it in there, man. So, yes. uh if you've ever driven by a Dairy Queen, just assuming they have ice cream, uh, go in, try the chicken strip baskets, bomb. Um, try any one of those uh, many different burgers. Uh, sauce and toss yourself. Do yourself a favor. Now, number one of the fast food draft, Wendy's, baby. I love the fact that they have the chili. I love the fact that you can bake potato and they put the cheese and the butter on that. You can pour the chili on that. I absolutely love the taco salad. I do remember those uh, those like legendary commercials where they're like, this guy is a legend. They managed to create a salad that had like a thousand calories in it with sour cream, cheese, chili, greens. Oh, the taco salad from Wendy's a home run. Obviously, the burger is a home run. Uh, my wife, probably her favorite, the Asiago, Asiago chicken sandwich. Um, not Oddly enough, not for a Frosty. If I'm going to ice cream, as I just mentioned, you know me, I'm going to Dairy Queen. But uh, I, I would say from top to bottom, everything on the Wendy's menu, home run. Love it. 
If you, if, you, if you just went there and I just said, grab me anything, there's like a 99% chance that you're going to come back with something that's good. And they have a baked potato, which, again, me and my favorite chicken and rice, I love a baked potato. Just a little bit of butter on it. Butter and pepper. Now, you can't have a top five without, without a bottom five. <clears throat> and rolling in at the bottom five is good old A&W. Now, A&W, for me, used to be uh used to be a home run but they have cranked up their prices like you wouldn't believe so you know it's you know we grass fed this and no antibiotics that which is all fine and dandy i mean like you'd like to know what you're eating but listen you're going to a fast food restaurant that's the bottom line you, you know you're going to try to get that it's like those people that go get you know 12 big macs and a diet coke you know you're not um you're not fooling anybody when you get French fries that are deep fried and covering it with God knows what now. Okay, the the food there is okay. It's one of the worst cases of food poisoning my wife ever had because she ordered their chicken sandwich one time and it came and uh, it was dark out. So she didn't have a look, but she had a bite or two and she thought it was like tomato on it, but the chicken breast was like completely raw. So anyways, I had a meltdown and I went in there and no, they could care less, which, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, not only is their food, I mean, the burger's okay, but there's nothing special about it. They don't have any special sauces. But uh, my one biggest complaint about them is that the price that they have jacked up over the last little while. And as I mentioned just before, when you get the McDonald's with cheese and gravy, if you add cheese and gravy to one of the, say, their, condo, their combos, I think, are up to like twelve ninety nine. If you add cheese and gravy uh, to the fries, for some reason, that's like an extra five bucks. And... um you know, add cheese and bacon and stuff. You're like in the $21, $22 for a combo. Like you can go to a restaurant and you can get a, a you know, a, a classic, you know, homemade burger and all that for less than that. You know, again, you know, God bless capitalism that they can charge that and, you know, make that kind of money off of it. But just for me, there is zero value for your money going to A&W. Uh, where I will say you're getting value for your money is Subway, but still not a fan. Um. If you've had a chance even to go to like a, a moderate deli, like, a, you know, a, a deli that's not that great, but not that bad, you're going to get a better sandwich than you can get at Subway. But there's more Subway locations than any other fast food restaurant. So A, brilliant move on them because all they did was flood the market with it. But, you know, the meat is is bland. I've heard nothing but horror stories. I actually, I, I had a friend of the family that worked there that used to say like the refrigeration thing was questionable. Um, you know, they don't have a sneeze guard proper one where the toppings are and stuff like that. So I've heard a lot of nightmare stories on that side of Subway. Again, for the value, not bad. You're probably looking at, you know, 10 bucks for a foot long sub. It's filling. But overall, just find another sandwich shop or a deli. Like a lot of those bakeries have a deli counter and stuff like that. If you've been eating Subway for a while, I just go try a, a different deli. And again, when you see them slice the meat or whatever it is, and you pick your cheese and your toppings, a little bit of mayo and stuff. Even if you want to do it side by side, you know, challenge yourself a little bit, but go get a deli sandwich. A, it's probably going to run you about the same cost, maybe even less. And, you know, it'll just be one of those lights that turn on in your brain and say, you know what? I haven't been eating sandwiches. I've been eating at Subway. Uh, number three on the list is uh, to Burger King. Now, I'm not alone because uh, I love when you read these university studies. I think I, I, I follow a whole bunch of different university study groups on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff. 
less than you know they they survey five thousand people less than one percent of the people would choose to go to Burger King, which again I get, and it's the weirdest thing. I heard somebody say one time they're like it smells like bowling shoes when you go into a Burger King, and it kind of does. Um, my wife's sister, the last time I was at a Burger King, I think I was in Niagara Falls one time and I had had a few too many and the Burger King there is open till like <laughs> 4 a.m. So I remember crushing a whole bunch of Whoppers that night, which again is just kind of a flavorless, weird, you know, kind of damp sandwich. But, uh, they had like a, uh, cheese and gravy poutine fry festival thing. A while back, so Rebecca's sister was like, "Oh, you know what? We love that. Let's go over there." One of them had jalapenos on it, fried onions, crisp. That's that, and the other thing, mixing it up. But their gravy was made of like barbecue sauce, so it's like. And then we asked for this other sauce, and they gave us this package that actually said zesty sauce, which it was like this sandy, weird kind of. It wasn't even like buffalo. I don't. I, I don't even know how to explain it. It tasted like mayonnaise, but not good. And it was orange. (laughs) So just, you know, I I don't hear anybody saying, oh, my God, I just had the best uh, fast food experience ever. And they don't really send out coupons or anything like that. You know, every three months or whatever, we usually get those um, uh, coupons that come in the mail. You know, two can dine for 12 bucks or whatever. And it's just fun, kind of a night out. Again, you you know what you're getting when you go to these places. But uh, maybe not for Burger King because I can't imagine going back there anytime soon. Number two on the list, and it saddens me to put this on there because I had a lot of good childhood memories going to Arby's. But that place, uh, if you think A&W has gone downhill, Arby's has turned into absolute trash. I've been there. It's weird. There's none really in the GTA. When I was younger and I used to work uh, at a different pool company, I used to go back and forth uh, the Mississauga. There was one one spot where all they kind of had was an Arby's, a convenience store, and I think it was next to a beer store, so it was kind of a... Kind of a get her done stop thing there. And I remember the Arby's being really good. It was like these fresh cheddar buns and you can get cheese and cheese sauce and like actual roast beef. And um, again, there was one there. There was a whole bunch by the airport. There was one on the beaches. And uh, I guess they pretty much all closed for, for good reason. But when I moved out to where I live now, again, I live in a suburb of uh, the GTA called Oshawa. There's a couple of Arby's out here. For whatever reason here, it's thriving. Uh, when we first moved out here, we got up there cause they had like onion petals and I guess maybe we had coupons or not. I don't remember. And we did like we usually do, you know, get two or three different combos. You can eat some later, try stuff just like a, you know, smorgasbord. <clears throat> I have never had to go to the bathroom so bad in my life. And that was within like five minutes of eating this thing. And it was like, we couldn't figure out what we were tasting. Like it doesn't taste at all like roast beef and the, the sauces were weird. The curly fries were undercooked. Like the onions, they're kind of like onion rings, but I guess they call them onion petals. In the middle, they were raw, even though the outside of it was like crispy and cooked. It was really, it just I couldn't figure it out. So, you know, time heals all wounds. And uh, that was up where we used to get uh, some groceries and a massage and stuff like that. And again, I don't remember if we had coupons or if they had a new sandwich. You know, they come out with like, a, we always love anything with portobello mushroom melt, something like that. And, uh, you know, I, one of those people, it takes about two years for me to forget like a crap memory. So I was like, Oh, Arby's, let's go try that. <laughs> Cause I do, I have a famously bad memory. 
So we roll into Arby's again. We get that specialty sandwich, some stuff. They just they had a they're they're smart with their marketing because they they come up with a whole bunch of other crap way to serve uh, to serve roast beef. And sure enough, after that, it was like uh, you got to go right home and all that. And it kind of felt like you were going to throw up, and it was just bad. It was just bad, bad, bad. And then there was a third time again. Uh, I'm going over the last my three visits in the last six years. Some sort of mushroom, whatever, or some cheese and gravy festival or whatever it was. And it was the exact same thing. It was just, I mean, at that time we were sick for like two or three days. And I have a really strong stomach, like just from years of like working on the road and eating. So like nothing makes me sick. You know, I, I could eat a handful of God knows what, and I'd be fine three hours later. But uh, apparently Arby's would be able to take me down. So I always love that family guy when they're like, Oh, you have to go to the bathroom? I got to take you to this uh, fast food roast beef restaurant. And Stewie looks at the camera and he goes, you know where we are. (laughs) (coughs) Now, last and definitely least, and then I promise you we'll get to our guest because as usual, I've rattled on for too long. Um, The worst restaurant, I think, and uh, I know there is some in the States, but they are everywhere here in uh, Canada, is Tim Hortons. I have never in my life, you cannot pick anything good off of this menu. They used to have a chili back in the day, but like even to add a chili onto the side of something was like seven bucks. And I'm going back like 10 or 12 years. You you order a bagel and you always ask for a double toasted. It still comes out cold. It'll have grill marks on it, but whatever they make it out of and all that, like you'll get this thing and they'll put cheese on it and the cheese won't melt. Uh, they're, they're buns. They're just dry. You know, like, again, I was saying how much I love the sausage and egg McMuffin. If you get the Tim Hortons version of that, even though it's got sauce on it and stuff, it's just like, it's a a lower brand of whatever the hell they make it out of. But it's like, you have to chew it and you can't drink it. And okay. You think maybe their food shit, which it is, uh, whenever they have a specialty donut, it's always sold out. I try not to eat too many donuts now, but whenever I see like a Reese's peanut butter cup, something like that, I'm always, I'm right in. And all the time, not here, not here, uh, not there. The other ones, they were stale, um, that sort of thing. Now, you'd think, okay, the food sucks, but, you know, it's our number one coffee joint. And I've been, whenever I go to the States, I always go to Dunkin' Donuts. I absolutely love it. Uh, up here in a pinch, I usually I'd prefer Starbucks. I've had to get coffee on the road. I usually bring coffee with me, but, uh, you know, I love me some Starbucks, especially, you know, for a treat or a latte, something like that. Tim Hortons, again, is famous for coffee. It's absolute garbage. Every time you get it, it always tastes different. It's either watered down or it's burnt. And it's like this, they keep having this this thing uh, whenever they run their ads. like, we brew a new pot of coffee every 20 minutes. We do this. We do that. And it's like, none of this is helping. Like, the food is, uh, the, the coffee is terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. I, I I bet you money right now, if you if I go, if you know, you know what coffee is supposed to taste like. If I bring you 10 coffees, Maybe two of them will taste right. And the other ones, they're just, it's hard to put your finger on it, but it's like milk and sweetener. It's like, you know, in the top five coffee orders out there, but I've tried it with cream or sugar or this or that to try to to mask the taste. Cause again, they're everywhere, which is what, like I said, with Subway, they've just, they mass market it and there's one on every corner and that's why it's successful. But we always see these people that have like bumper stickers. It says like, give me Tim's or we'll have problems. And I'm thinking to these poor people, they can't taste. <laughs> uh so hopefully you enjoyed a little top five bottom five we got a lot of that coming next week but 
As always, I've run my mouth on for too long, so let's do this.